I was obviously very into him on the date. He was a little bit more difficult to read. The security guard like tapped him and sent him over. A lot of dust is about to be kicked up. I was like, I'm in a committed relationship with a guy who I can't even tell is interested in me or not. <laughs> I'm dealing so with this. I'm going to have to block your number, unfortunately. <laughs> Katie's in the saddle. Colby's in the saddle. Adam's in the saddle. <laughs> you know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean, Katie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Katie's sick over there. I was trying to think of something witty to say to that. But About Katie now being sick? No. Oh. It's beyond the point and nothing's coming to mind. About all three of us being in, in the saddle. I say it every single episode, and I think I put it in every single episode description unknowingly. Yeah. We it's said it in the saddle. one time, and Adam's like, ooh, I like that. I took it and ran with I'm it. I'm going to keep that for later. <laughs> every episode. Every single episode. If you go back into every single episode description, it's like, the girls are back in the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> the girls and Adam, back in the saddle, or the trio. Well, Colby's back. She wasn't here last week. I am That's back. That's true. And I listened to the episode, and I was live reacting to Katie just because I was actually so beyond shook by that story. I mean, I, yeah, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> we and, left yeah. Mexico and Katie is texting this guy. And I was like, oh, my God, you guys are writing paragraphs to each other. And you're definitely never going to see each other again. Don Julio, <laughs> Don Julio and I were having a classic a, like I said in the last episode, a like classic. The, the second day, we're literally at Jimmy Rockets or Johnny, Johnny Rockets. <laughs> Jimmy Rockets. <laughs> Johnny Rockets at the airport. At the airport, and Katie is like smiling at her phone, texting him, and then, like, yeah, we were like, well, we'll we'll never see him again. But. Yeah, I was like, I, I literally there was no stakes. The stakes no. were because I'm never gonna see this guy again, and so I was just being like out of pocket, flirty, like just random stuff, texting him, and Which then, is but then, fun. but yeah. then after that, like it was hilarious. Th- that day on, like after that day, our relationship became mostly me being like, oh my god, he's still DMing me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But then I'm like, I did this. This is my doing. So yeah. this is like, this is the bed that this I, is I your made. Bed. I will lay on it, and now I, I really laid in it. I yes. drowned in it, I you, think. You, you did. <laughs> you drowned, and you did, uh, you did kind of resurrect, though. You drowned, and then you came back to life. I came back to life. You know the TikTok trend where you lay down, you're like, you're rising from the, the dead? Yes. Like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> that is not the sound, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I caught your drift. Yeah. No, but it's okay, because it all worked out for you. I'm glad that you were, I wish I could see you live reacting to that, though, because you were there when Don Julio was I actually was, like, play. chuckling while I was listening to it because I I could picture Katie's face when he was walking over and also did it take you like a hot second to connect the dots because I think if I ever saw him on the street and he was like trying to talk to me I think I would be like wait well, where, where well, that's well, the thing he never yeah. came over to talk to oh, us that's so true. I saw him from afar and it was like a phantom like right. he looked like I was like am I just really drunk or is that the guy that I hooked up with in Mexico right. it, it wasn't like he came over and spoke to me because that would even if I heard his voice I think it would right. really put things together so it really did take yeah. me a moment to be like wait I'm trying to connect to the reason why this is a problem right like why why is this yeah. happening right? and yeah. also even after recognizing him trying to figure out why it's a problem yeah yeah anyway so. and here we are and here, <laughs> here we, we are. are it's over water under the bridge when's your next like vacation bay gonna be i hope i find a vacation bay in a couple weeks yes you never you know can, you never you're know. going to the scene of the crime i am where were you guys in tulum where were you 
No, we were in um, Mexico. Where were we in Mexico? I forgot where. Puerto Vallarta. Yeah, Puerto Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta. We were there. Okay. So, but it was a wedding. So that's the thing. Like, you have to find those destination weddings because weddings are just like feral places. Yeah, everybody's everybody's looking to meet someone. Yeah, they're like high on the love that they're witnessing. They're high on the love. They're high on the open bar. Yeah, like they're ready to. Someone is just like taking out the trash in the backyard, and it's ruining my life. I see Katie like eyeing up the the door. They can't even hear it. Someone's dumpster diving. (laughs) <laughs> Should we go see if they found anything good? It's shockingly not Adam looking for a Canada goose in the <laughs> trash can. Can you tell that story? I am still so upset about this. Basically what happened <laughs> is we were, were we at a dinner or something? Like this came up somehow not, or did it come up in a group chat? Or it was, was it in a, a group person? chat because there was a photo. There was a photo of it. Like I still in my I head. I see the mites I on see it. the photo of the trash bags yeah. and the, okay. the prized item on top. Yes. So our friend Mia was leaving her apartment to go to a dinner or something. And she sent us a picture in the group chat of this Canada goose that somebody had thrown away on top of a dumpster or something. It was yeah. like on top of a trash pile. And I basically immediately text back me and I'm like, wait, go grab that Canada goose because I will fix that up. Like I do not waste luxury items that people are throwing away. There's no way. And it was, it was like a nice Canada goose. I mean, mind you, it was in a trash can. So like, yes, it could have had a lot of pests, a lot of not great things. Like Like, there might be a reason that it was there. Have you thought about that? Like maybe there was a reason it was thrown you know what? Adam thinks away. about it a lot. I, I do. That Canada goose haunts me because then Mia was like, Adam, you're one disgusting. Two, yes, I will get it for you if it's still at like in the dumpster when it, but, but like by the time I get back. And so she comes back and it's still there. And she was like, okay, I'm going to go back up to my apartment and then go get it for you or something like that. And maybe like an hour or two passed, like she got busy doing something. <laughs> she got comfortable and then forgot. And then the next then morning she it's was gone. like, I don't want to bring whatever's on top yeah, of that. Yeah, then she was like, I don't know apartment. if I want to touch it. And I was like, Mia, I would literally come over and get the jacket. And Some she was drunk like, <laughs> girl on her way home was like, I'm a little or maybe chilly. Someone less fortunate got it. And that's the best case scenario. But I will say I did want that jacket very badly. And I was going to fix it up. And I was going to list it on the real real. Well, what were you going to do? How were you going to fix it? going to make money off of it. Wait, oh. Well, how are you going to fix it up? Like, what? define fix it up. Like, dry, dry clean, clean it? Okay. If it needs some tailoring, I could easily get that done. Like Stitched up for the profit. Like, seriously, dry cleaning that jacket plus maybe tailoring it would probably cost me like 50 bucks. 50, okay. 50 bucks for a probably like... Jack I could sell it for like five to eight hundred. Yeah. yeah, easy. We should take you thrifting. I think you would enjoy it. I love thrift. I thrift all the time. Really? You go thrifting? Where do you go? Well, on the real. No, that doesn't count. Yeah. Like I'm talking like I want to go to like a the real, real thrift yeah. store, like in Brooklyn. Brooklyn has an incredible like flea market thrift market. Katie and I have been going to do this scene. for two years. We and keep we still saying, haven't. like, Wait, I, yeah. Yuri and I have been talking about doing the same thing because there's also a few in um there's also a few in like Bowery slash East Village area. Yeah, I there's think. a bunch. Yeah. I used to go to the one on, I used to live down the street from L Train Vintage, mm-hmm. and I used to go in there like once a week. There's a really nice one, and I, I forget where, it's on like Prince Street, I think maybe, um, but it's really good. And then does No Standing count? We should go back to No Standing. Yeah. I found this Chanel blazer that I was obsessed with when Colby and I went to No Standing. Oh my God. But it, and it was, it was like a women's Chanel blazer, of course, but like it was black and it had this rope detailing through it, so it was actually like kind of mad like i could pull it off basically i feel like suggest no standing and like second time around what goes around the real world those count more as like consignment shops okay yeah yeah because they're more expensive than like a typical like a zara 
Okay, so you're saying like you want to go to a thrift shop like where people are listing stuff for like pennies on the dollar. Yeah, literally, literally, I see this on Antiques Roadshow all the time. Like people come in with like a little ceramic vase and they're like, oh yeah, where'd you get this? Like this is like a priceless artifact that's worth $30,000 and they're like, Goodwill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, okay, but aren't thrifting and consign mm. purchasing? Because if you're consigning, okay. you're listing yeah. something. I think I'm Googling this. something from yeah. consignment and thrifting are the same thing. And I think that they're like interchangeable, but I wouldn't call like a thrift store a consignment shop. Okay, do you want to hear this? Yeah. So the core difference between a thrift shop and a consignment store is that in general, thrift shops are donation-based for a charity or a nonprofit, while consignment stores are for-profits that operate for financial gain. Interesting. So okay. like a Goodwill versus a... Yeah. Something a bit more. Because honestly, in our, we have that place in our hometown, Katie, in Serena Park, the... Savvy. Savvy. And I found the best stuff at Savvy. I found this... Um, I love Savvy. I found this YSL quarter zip. I don't know if you guys have seen me wear it. It has fur around the collar. The bougie mom. Oh, yeah. The yeah. bougie grandmas <laughs> yeah. in our town donated that. People throw shit away for like the cheapest. I got that for $20, a YSL quarter zip. And then the Burberry trench coat that I have. Yeah. That has an internal warmer, which is apparently like pretty rare in terms of finding that. I got that for 150 bucks. Oh my god, we gotta like go! It's amazing. Jacket. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying like, place is great, guys. Let me just tell you. All right, come to come to Savannah Park, Maryland, Maryland, home of Adam Harrison and Katie Bellotti and a consignment store called Savvy. That's very good, <laughs> I must say. And Reed is Italian ice, but it's not the home. It's just like where the coolest one is because I worked there. Reed's is not like. Do you get Italian ice when you get there? You go there, or do you get custard? I get both. I get a gelati. Oh, okay. it's like chocolate. I'm like really gross when I go to Rita's and it's only because I've had everything on the menu. So like I've created my own thing okay. or maybe it's like not unique people that know this, like whatever. It's I get an employee insider. Yeah. I was secret. a treat team member and I won awards twice. Okay. What awards? They, they would send employee of the month. Oh. No, they would send, this is how they would do it. They would send undercover like corporate members of Rita's. Oh my God, like undercover boss. Uh-huh, literally. I and, loved that show. And they show. would act as as customers and they would rate your performance, but they wouldn't tell you until later they'd call the, your boss and tell him or her like they did really well. And so every if you got like a stunning review, you'd get 50 bucks. <gasps> and that's a lot of money to like a young person. I was like, I hit the lotto. I can I go to American Eagle. I would excited if I got 50 bucks. <laughs> like, I, no, but like it was a lot, a lot yeah. to like, when that I was wait, I feel like that's weeks. a really good business model. Honestly, Especially, I had no idea. No, it's it's really good. It makes you want to work harder, obviously. But then, like, my I was getting seven twenty five an hour. So like, that's that's yeah. like a whole shift. Yeah, yeah. seriously. So, no, yeah, but I do um chocolate custard, mango, and then chocolate on top. Oh, that yeah. sounds really good. So good. See, I'm a custard boy. Whenever I go to Rita's, I just get the custard. The twist or yeah, what is twist. a custard? Maybe it's just like extra churned or something. I don't know. Because have you had the concrete at Shake Shack? Yes. It's kind of like concrete at Shake Shack. It's just like the thickest possible oh, ice cream you could I've have. I don't think I've had that from Shake Shack, but that place, Freddy's. Yeah, in that's at what Elon, it was at our college. We yeah. went. We went with like our our sorority. Oh, sorority. The sorority. Our sorority. Sorority our girls. Sisterhood. <laughs> Only Colby, the best get crowned. What do you think about the Alabama documentary? Because oh I my god, we have to watch it together. Did they know that the people? Do you know that Colby went there for a year? Did we discuss this yet? I was in Alabama Zeta. Yeah. And like the documentary. Before they went viral. <laughs> Did you know about the machine? Yes. Well, I, I'm like, I don't, there are so many rumors. Like when I went through recruitment, I'm happy that I literally had no idea what I was walking into, but I would show up to these houses and you get lined up in alphabetical order and the people standing around me probably have all known each other forever because they're from 
Alabama for the most part. And they're like, oh my God, what house do you want? I have to be in whatever because my grandma and my great grandma and her grandma were all in like whatever chapter of this sorority and i was like oh that's so cool i think i know four people in sororities and they were like how many letters of recommendation do you have and i was like i don't even know what that is (laughs) and i went into it like completely oblivious and somehow I kept my top three houses the whole time, and I prepped my top three. What do you mean somehow? You were fabulous. Obviously, they wanted well, you. Well, I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, So I guess they liked me for me. Aw, it's so cute. My no, heart but, is touched. But it is insane. People would say if you had a watch on that you would get dropped. I had my cartilage pierced, and I took it out because apparently... That was a bad thing to have, and it closed <laughs> during recruitment. What do they have against there were, people who wear watches? It's like technically was rude because that meant maybe that you were keeping track of time until it was time for you to walk out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. There are so many rules, and it was like if you wore this color, it was a signal. That you, I, there, it was like all conspiracy. A signal obviously. that you what? Like didn't want to like their house. And or then something. the funniest part of this uh. is that you came to Elon and became our recruitment chair. Yep. Like she became in charge of recruitment for our sorority when she transferred to Elon. Like after being traumatized at Alabama, yeah. you just were like, "Let me be in charge I of it." I wasn't even traumatized though. I I was here for it. I was <laughs> like, "This is why I came to school here was to be in a sorority." Yeah. And Colby came to Elon and was like, "I'm going to insert best practice here on how to run a recruitment." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, we had to vote on her getting in, and we it was a unanimous yes. Yeah, that was so. Because she was a transfer, we had to vote, so we had to put our heads down and anonymously vote. We had to do that for our but, business fraternity that I was into. That's funny. Um, but I am so excited for the documentary. I am too. We should watch it together. I'm kind of worried for some of I the can girls. I give you commentary. I'm worried for the girls that are in it. Like, there are the girls I, that are in the documentary. They're going to yeah. be like, people are going to come for them, I feel like. Probably. When you're a freshman, you're so stupid. You don't know anything. And like, you're just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really hope that people are, are kind to these girls that it's following, like, and don't think they're being like superficial because at the time that's the most important thing is like you don't have like many real life responsibilities when you're in college right like you just want to be accepted and so I'm I just curious hope. if they even go there or if they just went through oh if they still and maybe if they left like oh after a semester or something or I don't even know I saw if one... they just went through as research research props. I saw one TikTok of a girl who said before she even got to school, she was interviewed about Rush. And then when she like got to school and went through Rush, she realized it was a totally different process than what she thought. And she was like, she fell in love with her sorority. And she made a whole TikTok being like, I had no, they spun it in such a different way. They, they're they going to give me a bad edit. So I'm just preparing everyone that like, I this is how I actually feel. And I think people are shitting themselves. They're yeah. so worried about how they're going to be portrayed. Oh, really? I haven't followed it that closely. I just really saw... Brooke had shared the trailer to her story. Yeah. And that was the first time I saw it. But I actually don't even know if I finished watching it through. But I am very excited. Nonetheless. I just saw all the comments about the machine. And I'm so intrigued by the machine. And how everybody knew of it. And like. Yeah. 
I think this is going to expose a lot of stuff. I think it, a, a lot of dust is about to be kicked up. I didn't even know they were making this documentary. Like, has this, has this been no, known for a I, while, or is I didn't know. I didn't know until like two weeks ago. But I guess maybe it's there's been murmurs. I had heard that it was in the works, but I actually don't know if I knew it was going to be a documentary. I thought they were making a show about it. Mm, it's going to be like an ex- expose. I yeah. love it. All right, well, we'll have a watch party. Yes. I forget who did the intro last week. <laughs> I I, don't, I think I did it. Okay, go ahead. Oh, oh, me then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're up, kid. Welcome back to Match Made in Manhattan with Katie, Colby, and Adam. Girls, how are we doing? <laughs> you also missed another episode. Welcome back to what another I... episode of Match Made in Manhattan. What did I do? You said, well, actually, technically, you always say welcome back to Match Made in Manhattan. Welcome back. I always say, welcome back to another episode of Match Made in Manhattan. Welcome back to Match Made... Oh, whatever. <laughs> tomato, tomato. It's pretty much the same thing. I'm a little I mean, nitpicky. I'm just desperate to hear about your date. I don't know about I, you guys, but... I know. I actually need to tell you guys everything that led up to me even... Like, I just need to tell you first well, what happened Well, there's more developments weekend. as well. Somehow, since our last episode... I, well, so on the last episode, Katie and I were like, okay, I booked a date, whatever, for th- Thursday night. We yeah. recorded on Wednesday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you hadn't even gone on it yet. So I we have to hear about date number one and date number two. And I think this is going to be so relatable to people listening. Yes. This so, concept is like so relatable. And I, yes. So tell. Basically, I told you guys on the podcast last week that I had scheduled date number one for Thursday. So I actually have been on two dates now with this guy because we went from date number one on Thursday to then quick turnaround date number two on Monday. And so... The first date, we got drinks at this bar after, like, I went to work. So it was around our office um, on Thursday night. And my qualm with the date, and so let me backtrack a little bit also. I also said on the last episode, I specifically went for this guy because I'm basing my entire life off Sophia Richie now because I'm obsessed with okay, her. Okay, wait. Also, I do not agree with your statement about her husband not being cute. I, I, I think he's cute personally, but, like... I, we were saying he's growing on us. Yeah. yeah. Like I didn't think he was cute at first, but then I heard his British accent. I saw him interacting with her, and then I was like, okay, I actually, like, I think your whole persona is he cute. He is decidedly yeah. hot now. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I, yes. Yeah. I would. Yeah. And I'm I also interested in him handsome. because he's, like, six two, you know? Or, yeah. like, six and feet tall. And, like, attached generational wealth. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but, like, <laughs> I also like that he follows two people on Instagram, a.k.a. Sophia Richie and his business. So that's also very and attractive to business. me. And his business. That's so yes. funny. Um, but, yeah, so I was convinced that if Sophia Richie can date down, then date I... Date down? Oh, I guess she's, like, a little... Down. She's, like, a little You're goddess right. on Earth, you know? She like, is stunning. She is. You're right? right. You're right. And she went for this, like, nice six They've foot... known each other forever, though. Yeah, like, that's true. Since they were, like, five. Yeah. But anyways... This all goes back to my theory that I should stop looking for a guy that checks off every single one of my boxes. And I was like, I'm just going to go for a guy that has, at the bare minimum, is six feet tall. And so, or at least tall. Checks one box. Yeah. And then I was like, I'll convince myself that he's attractive just based on, like, his personality. Anyways, he, his pictures on his dating profile were not good. And so I was very pleasantly surprised when I met him in person. I was like, you are actually very, like, I'm very attracted to you. And I think it was partially because he was taller than me. And also just because he was, like, a normal dude you know so i was obviously very into him on the date he was a little bit more difficult to read and so we had one drink the waitress comes around and she's like do you guys want another drink and he was like "Ah, i think i'm good and so obviously i took that as okay he hates me (laughs) because remember the last time the last date you went on right when he was felt when you had ordered and he was like i'm good 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, so the, you yeah. learned from your mistakes at least. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, he can decide first like yeah. what, the, what the drink situation is going to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then he was like, nah, I think we just get the check. And it had been an hour and 15 minutes. And I was like, fuck, like, I guess I need to prep my ego to be destroyed by this man's. Um, and so, yeah, then we left the date. We hugged goodbye. And I was like, all right, this dude hates me. But the conversation was fine. We just talked about normal stuff. I mean, there was, like I said to you guys, like, there was no, like, chemistry, really. It's not really we were, like, flirting. It was kind of just, like, a typical first date. Getting to know like, each other. Where are you from? What are you doing this weekend? Tell me about your job. Blah, 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 blah. You know, all the normal stuff. And so then I text Katie. I text, like, call Alex. I'm like, this guy hates me. Like, I'm so confused. Like, I thought I was dating down, and, like, I'm, my ego is about to get shattered into my pieces. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck did I deserve Don't this? you love when the universe is like, take that? No, literally, I was like, the universe is correcting me. And then I show up, and I'm like, wow, and this guy's tracking. And then he rejects you. I honestly kind of love it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, you know, I think I deserve this. I think my ego was getting a little bit too crazy. Yeah. And I needed to be brought back down to earth. And I humbly got brought back down to earth. But then... An hour and a half later, this man texts me, hey, had a great time. I'd love to see you again. Like, when, when can we hang out? <laughs> Shook. Again. And I was like, oh, my God, this guy likes me. So then naturally, I was like, I think I threw the ball on his court. I was like, oh, what do you have in mind? We'd love to see you again, whatever. Then he's like, let's do dinner. I'm going to L.A. next Tuesday. So if we don't do it before then, it's just going to have to be after I get back from L.A. And so that's how our quick turnaround second date got scheduled for last night, where he asked me to like pick out a couple different restaurants that I like. So I picked out like three different restaurants that I liked all different price ranges. Cause I didn't want to like, that's smart. So I gave him one that was kind of like on the lower end, one that was on the middle end and one that was on the higher end. Cause I didn't want it to be like me forcing us to go to somewhere really yeah. expensive that I really like or whatever. So it's actually a really good call. I don't know if I, I don't think anyone's ever asked yeah. me to like give options. Me neither. <laughs> but I don't know. If I would, that's a good approach. Yeah. A layered, a layered option. I'm strategic Cheers. like that, you know? Cause I yes. don't want him to think I'm like, you know, super Freeloading or expensive like, and like whatever. Yeah, you're bougie as hell. Oh, that was the other point that I needed to make is usually when I'm dating these guys who are also a little bit older than me, like much more masculine, whatever. This dude's like 34, for example, so he's eight years older than me. Like they always are insistent on paying for me. Yeah. And also on the first date, he let me just take my credit card out at half a mile an hour. I was literally lifting that thing up, waiting for him to swat it away. And I... <laughs> Put it down, and I was like, I guess I'm paying for half yeah. of this. Yes, I'm paying for my portion. But that is also why I was kind of like, all right, this dude is not into me. So I was very confused. Yeah, yeah. He was giving the sign. Yeah. So then yeah. it was confusing that he then was like, let's let's do it again. Exactly. And we're not texting 24-7. Like, I feel like we're only really texting when we're planning dates or Which I think day of. I think that's fine after the first date. Yeah, I really I do. At this stage, yeah. for but, sure. But then it's like, yeah. Then it's exactly. if after, if you see each other again, I mean, also right now he's traveling for work. Yeah. But that was kind of the double whammy is that one, we're not texting. So it's not like we can have really like flirtatious banter over text. And then two, there was no flirtatious banter on our date. Cause it was even like date, date number two, even at dinner. Yeah, so then we come to date number two. He ends up picking my favorite restaurant on the list, Bond street. And I was like, Oh bet. Like we're going to Bond street. I'm so excited. Did he make the res? I made the rest. You made the rest. He told me, let's go to Bond Street. Like, I love that restaurant. And you were like, I'll make a res. Yeah. And I okay. was like, I'll make a res 6.30 p.m., whatever. That's good. And so show up at the restaurant. He looks just as good as he did the first time. I was like, I'm still attracted to you. What was he wearing? Like, I'm wondering, like, the, the garb. He actually wore the same. Now that I think about it, he wore the same thing. On day one the and day outfit? two. The second outfit? Or same outfit? I don't know if it was the I'm exact same clothing, right but it was like the same, like, 
black pants. I think they were jeans and then a gray sweater. Okay, that's a that's classic. Cute. Yeah. Some people just have a date outfit and that's yeah. good. Like I definitely have like a similar thing yeah, I wear. Yeah, are comfortable in. Yeah, but maybe he's maybe he's experiencing a groundhog day situation and he know. can't remember. <laughs> he looked he looked good. I mean, I was he was a fitted gray sweatshirt or sweater or whatever. He he gives me the vibes that he probably dresses very simplistically like he's a guy that likes jeans and a sweater steve jobs vibes exactly wears the same thing for 30 years i'm picturing him having thirty thousand gray sweaters in his closet okay but he probably just he's just like a creature of habit exactly likes a gray sweater simple dude he's not he's like very much the opposite of me like i'm crazy and i feel like he's (laughs) mellow grounded which is nice i think that's what you need but opposites attract i fucking thought so too definitely should have someone who's obsessed with you exactly and so we are on date number two and it's the exact same vibe as day number one and I was kind of like, what the fuck's going on? And then, of course, again, last an hour and a half. We're How done. long has he been in the city? A uh, long time. He's 34. Okay. I was wondering if he had just moved here and he's looking for like a friend. Because that's what it seems like. <laughs> no, I mean, like, he's definitely looking for a relationship. All of his friends are getting engaged. He only has straight friends, which is also like the kind of guy. Green like, flag for <laughs> you. For you. Yeah. Adam's like box he's like he's like yeah i'm not really like in the gay scene like it's not really my stormy you look like mommy honey (laughs) like he's literally you (laughs) yeah it's like daddy (laughs) you're looking for a carbon copy of you but um older exactly and that was what he wants but anyways um we get to the end of the day we had eaten for like an hour and 20 minutes got the check i slowly pulled my credit card out (laughs) i was like i was like damn a second time (laughs) You really gonna do me like that? <laughs> yes, and ugh, this is the other annoying part. Like this guy, I know, I know what he does for work. Like I know he makes a lot of money. And he was like, "Oh, do you want to get the uni? Like, do you guys know what uni is?" I don't know. Is it really expensive or cheap? Uni's like the most expensive thing you could possibly get at a Japanese oh, restaurant. Oh, oh. See, I don't even know that. I yeah, was like, sure, neither. let's get the uni. <laughs> orders uni. It's like My pockets it's gonna hurt. Basically, like a fifty-five dollar make appetizer. his pockets hurt. Yeah, he made mine hurt for sure. <laughs> Uh, so anyways we ended up splitting the check again which is fine like i don't really mind splitting the check but like i kind of like a guy that's some, a little bit more direct well, you need some sort of signal to like what's going on I, yeah exactly like some indication that he is into me with our upcoming trip to paris the girls and i need to brush up on our french skills and we are so excited to be partnering with rosetta stone to help make us pros by the summertime Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in any language you want to learn. I'm personally so excited to learn French with Rosetta Stone because it's so easy. I can do it right on my phone. Its built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation, which I think is so helpful because pronouncing things is always difficult for me. And Rosetta Stone's process is designed for long-term retention of the language. So I'll be speaking French forever and ever. It's an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages so no matter where life takes you in the world, you'll be covered and speaking the language in no time. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Matchmade listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's rosettastone.com slash today for 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. J'adore Rosetta Stone. <laughs> 
Dry January might be over for now, but if you're looking to cut back or cut out alcohol this year, keep listening. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement, seeing as though they're a totally guilt-free but delicious way to unwind. So if you're the kind of person who likes to be social but doesn't want to drink alcohol, holding a can of Recess will do the trick. With 0% alcohol, real fruit, only 25 calories or less, naturally sweetened with agave and infused with functional ingredients that taste just like your favorite cocktail cocktails without the alcohol, recess is the perfect way to either unwind at home, at a dinner party with friends, or mm-hmm. in between drinks for alcohol moderation. I loved the watermelon mojito flavor, and I think you will too, so you should definitely check that and their other flavors out for yourself. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash matchmade, so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Check them out. Yay, recess. Woo! Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary or like wants to be more than my like dinner drink buddy i feel like he's i don't know he's older so it makes me feel like he's done this many times where he's like he's wasted a lot of money on people maybe and he's like i'm doing it differently this time i'm gonna split it until i know honestly that was kind of my theory as well which i think is wise would i appreciate that personally no (laughs) right um but like it would be nice to like for him to say that but again like, no one's ever fully yeah. honest on dates, like, for the first few. Right. And it's, like, it's a gray area in gay dating. Like, okay, who pays? But yeah. in my experience, I've dated a lot of dudes at this point, And, like, every guy that I date who's on, I don't want to say older, because I feel like I'm insinuating I'm dating, like, six-year-olds. But, like, normally my <laughs> cup of tea is, like, a 33 or 36-er. You yeah. Know, who, like, is probably at a different point in their career than I am making a lot more money and is typically a little bit more, like... Yeah. I don't want to... Overbearing is not the right word that I'm looking for, but, like, more established more like a provider type yes 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 not we'll like take a sugar daddy we'll but take like care a guy of you who like wants to take, yeah, you take care of me yeah, wants to take, take care out. of exactly. you i think that that's some that's a, a something i look for yeah. yeah definitely like a guy that you know i like a guy who like takes control yeah right. exactly and so that's what i'm like looking for and i wasn't finding an astute because like again our bond street date lasted hour and a half we're, yeah. we're leaving. I'm like walking him towards the subway and I kind of like turn to him and give him a chance to even like kiss me or something. I'm like yeah. looking at him. I'm like, okay, so what's going to happen here? I'm like, all right, it's been fun. See you later. Like, let me know when you get back from LA, basically. Talk and so, about freaking mixed signals. I know. Mixed signals and yeah, everything, everything in between. But it was very weird. Yeah. And then I could feel like some weird tension kind of when I like I was kind of parting ways with him. Like he looked at me with this like weird grin as if like he maybe wanted to kiss me, maybe wanted to ask me to come home with him, but maybe he was shy. Like, I don't really know what's going on. It was also the broad daylight on the corner of Bleecker and Lafayette with no. people everywhere. So like obviously awkward for like a first kiss experience. On a Monday. On a Monday, nonetheless. <laughs> 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 I feel like the broad daylight had yeah, something to do with it. Definitely. Yeah. Was it still? And did you only have one drink? One drink. One drink. You don't have the yeah. But then the first date was that also broad daylight when you were parting ways? 
Yes. Okay, see, you have to have like a, a dusk date. Yeah, you have to meet for drinks at 8 p.m. But like there was no buildup even, you know? Yeah. It's not like we had like this crazy chemistry flirtatious I mean, banter on the date. Like that, that would have led to like right. some sexual buildup to a first kiss or something, you know? In that case, I, I mean, I don't know what you're going to do, but it just feels like a dud to me. No, literally. And then yeah. after the second date, uh, I texted both of you and I was like, guys, I'm so confused by this guy. Like same situation, one drink, hour and a half date, like nothing at the end. And I was like, I don't think he's into me. An hour and a half later, he's like, well, so good to see you again. Like, <laughs> let, like let's definitely hang out when I get back from LA. Like, would love to see you again, XYZ. I was like, boy, Venmo me $100. Like, I can't <laughs> with you. It's really strange. Strange that not only, like, the behavior, but, like, that he wants to see you again. <laughs> After acting. I know. Like, he, you guys are acting like colleagues. No, literally. You know? Or, like, friends. But not even friends. Because, like, friends would... Did have he, more banter. He mentioned if he has a lot of dating experience or anything. He, when we were on our first date, he brought up this one guy that he had gone on a date with who I guess said some comment, because this is on the um, topic that we were talking about, like the, oh, not really Gacy and type thing. He was like, oh, I went on this date with this one guy who told me that he would need to like eat glass before he would be friends with a straight person. And he was like, damn, like that's like kind of crazy. Oh my God. And I was like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. That could not be less my type. So wow. And that's how we got into that conversation. Hmm. Um, but no, like look at this text exchange. Well, three L's good to see you again. Let's. And then I didn't respond. He texts back 15 minutes later. Let's hang out again when I'm back from LA. So are you going to see him again or what do you think? I don't know. I'm kind of intrigued at the, like, I feel like I need to have sex with him. I think I right. told you guys that. Yeah. Like, I'm physically attracted to him, and I feel like maybe he's, like, psychotic in bed. I don't know. Yeah. Like, there's got to be some kind of, there's got to be some. Maybe he's just shy. Gift. I, it, he must be shy. I don't know. If he ever listens to this, he's going to be, like, <laughs> mortified. <laughs> Not mortified, but he's going to be like, damn, maybe I should have, like, done XYZ differently. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it would be a good lesson. Yeah, I don't really have anybody else in my docket. Maybe he would be so more, like, more forward. Yeah, maybe. He just needs, like, a lesson, maybe. You yeah. Know? Lessons in chemistry. I'm going to give him Isn't lessons in chemistry. is that a movie or something? Um, maybe. Yes, it's a, it's a, um, a book that's being made oh, into. Oh, right, yes. Yes. It's the a, orange book. Yep, it's my orange uh, one. our book club. Oh, that one? The book That's club one? book that they're making into a TV show or a movie? There are so many things being made into movies and I TV think Reese shows. Witherspoon's behind it. Uh, if I had to. Oh, her and her billion dollar production company? I think we talked about that one it's time. It's so sad to me that her and her husband divorced. Oh, they did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that recent? Poor yeah, Reese. Like oh, a month ago. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, she's a genius. Like, she, the she smartest is. businesswoman she ever. Is. Yeah, she's I incredible. I love her story. Yeah. Um, wait, I also need to tell you guys what happened to me this weekend that I didn't tell you. Well, actually, I told Colby. <laughs> I'm already blinking. <laughs> it's okay. That's perfect. Do you remember the guy that I, like, went on three dates with, and then he kissed me outside of the subway station, and I laughed in his oh. face? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. This isn't, like, six martini guy, is it? No. Different guy. No, no, no okay. that's a different guy. Okay. This is the guy that I went on a couple dates with. He was, like, an Olympic swimmer or something, so he was, like, How did, very built. Why did it end? Good looking. Why did it end? I forget. I did not think we were sexually compatible but i think i was wrong but also i was just like i don't really think you're my type okay it's kind of the the vibe i got at the end of it okay but anyway so on saturday i'm biking back um home towards or like from manhattan west or wherever where i was doing that thing and i am on my bike in the west village and i pass this guy that i'm like i'm pretty positive that that is the guy that i went on these dates with like a year and a half two years ago world's too darn small and i was like wow i haven't seen this man forever 
So pass them on my bike, whatever, like no, nothing crazy. And then I bike like probably 10 minutes down or something like that to Bleecker Street, which is when I called you, Katie, because I was stopping at the blank street on Bleecker. Oh, yes. To get a coffee. Oh, Katie yes. was like access denied. And I was like, oh, do you want to hang? And Katie was like, I'm in bed. I just ordered Chipotle. Like, I was like, OK, what, so what time was this? It was it was like, Katie, don't even start with me about the time. It was 3 p.m. <laughs> Ooh, I was hungover. <laughs> it was 3 p.m. And Katie was like... Wait, what day was this? Saturday. <laughs> Very fair. But anyways, so I called you. I was like, hey, I'm at the blank street. Like, do you want to hang out? You were like, no. I was like, okay. So then I go in... I See, walk- I was given no warning. <laughs> you weren't. You weren't. I just popped in. <laughs> I was like, hey, how y'all doing? You didn't even say that. You're like, I'm near your apartment. You weren't like banging on my door. I would have let you in if you were like here. Yeah, here. I was gauging your interest. I'm just telling interest. the pod that if, if I had known this was your moment of need, I would have acted differently. That's true. All I wanted to do was, you know, get some attention. So it was this, totally fine. No, this wasn't a time of need. I had no attention to give. It wasn't a time of need. But then anyways, so I'm like, okay, cool. I hang up on Katie. I walk into the blank street. And who is standing in the blank street? Like mm. diagonal for me. No. It's the small. Yeah, no, no is right. Is this happening too much? I'm like, oh my god, there is that boy that like I literally just passed by my bike that I went on those three dates with, whatever, and laughed in his face when he kissed me. And immediately, what is the first thing I do? I can't remember what his name is, so I pretend like I don't know him, and I call my grandma, and I'm like on the phone with my grandma. I'm being so weird. I can't like because I can't think about what I'm saying. So my grandma's like, "What is wrong with you? Can you like speak?" So why I, was your first thought to call your grandma? Because she just texted me. So oh. she was the first person that came up, and I was like, <laughs> "I feel so bad about the entire thing." So basically. you pretended like you didn't know him. Pretended like I didn't know him. Left the blank street and was standing outside on the phone with my grandma because my coffee wasn't ready yet that I ordered on the app. And then this guy, why didn't like, you just turn around and walk out? Because that's what I would have done. I did. I turned around and walked out, but I was like outside of the door waiting for my coffee. No, I wouldn't even wait for the coffee. Yeah. I fuck the coffee. I gotta go. Like. I, I don't know. I was in a stressful situation, you know? <laughs> yeah. You, you always, in retrospect, you're in hindsight. <laughs> too flustered. Yeah. To Everything's 2020 in hindsight, okay? And yeah. it was not 2020. It was very much not <laughs> the opposite. Wait, does hindsight 2020 mean like hindsight 2020 vision? When you say everything's 2020 in hindsight, it means everything's crystal clear. Like Why when you look back at it. Did Whoa. I think it was 2020 as in the, the fucked up year that we all lived through? Oh. Hindsight <laughs> 2020, I thought was like, oh, we're 2020. We really thought about things 2020. That is so funny. All right. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was just. I just a... learned something. <laughs> Everything is 2020 in hindsight. Okay. Um, but yeah, so then the guy walks out like complete 100% knows who I am. Like we basically look up at each other and I was like, I hate my life. And then I'm on the phone with my grandma and she's like, you need to go back. And, and I tell her what happens after she was like, why are you oh, being yeah. so weird? And I was like, oh, because I just you saw this guy. I'm like a little wave I and then like I'm on the phone. I should have. And my grandma was like, you need to go back. You need to apologize. Mm-hmm. You need to like get his number again. And I was like, no grandma, like I can't. I've already ruined it forever. <laughs> Well, so whatever. That's Maybe that you'll went. see him again. Ghost of Christmas Past, and then. Well, did he say anything to you? I don't feel like, yeah. Like he could have approached You're you. You're both at fault. It's it's like a two way street. You yeah. know, Maybe it wasn't him. Yeah, but I'm also the one that like laughed in his face when we. I mean, me, but you, know? you you could have said hi without knowing his name. I could have. You could have, because what are the odds that he's going to be like? He's probably flustered too. What are the odds he's going to be like? What's my name? Right. You know, <laughs> punk. <laughs> he probably would have been. I, I would have just been like, yeah, what's, hey, he's stranger. He's going to give you a nuggie. Oh, hey, stranger. In <laughs> blank street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So that's how that went, and then whatever it happens to the best of us. I don't know how all these like ghosts of Christmas past are coming at me, but do you remember the guy that I was dating like years ago, and then went on another date with him in January, and then Le Cuckoo. 
No. I can't keep all these men straight out. No, but he has the same actual name as the Lekuku guy. Okay. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking yep. about? Yeah. How he ordered seven drinks and then we had to split the bill. Mm, yep, I'm yep. Re- I'm remembering now. Yep. Okay. Then I haven't talked to him since January when I basically was like not interested in you anymore. Text me out of the blue on Saturday. What's the best espresso martini in the city? Have you figured it out yet? I'm like, oh my god, this guy's definitely trying to. There's smash. something in the air. <laughs> Something's going on. I don't text him back. He texts me at night and he's like, what about the worst? <laughs> Oh my god! He doubled down. I was like, "Damn!" Did you reply to that? Um, you I, definitely replied. I okay. Keeping him up, thinking. Sister. Well, Hold I'm, up, not, sister. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I feel like you would definitely reply to that. Yeah. That's like right up your alley to respond to. I yeah, did. that's good. He Too knew his good audience. banter. I told Adam exactly what he was teeing him up for. Yeah, I Colby did call it out, but I said fantastic question. I think it's like cuckoo, and then he said, "Oh, interesting. I haven't been there in like five years." Didn't respond to that, and then eight hours later, he goes, "The worst question mark." And I responded the next morning and said, "The one we had easily because we had the worst espresso. Like he and I had the worst espresso martini oh, I've ever he's had." He's taking a walk down memory lane. And then he said, "Haha, thought you might say that," and then I just didn't respond to that. LOL. I was like, I'm in a committed relationship with a guy who I can't even tell is interested in me or not. (laughs) I'm busy. I can't be dealing with this. So I'm going to have to block your number, unfortunately. (laughs) My heart has nothing left to give right now. No, I'm I'm overwhelmed. Okay, well, I I think that's totally understandable. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I need to crank up my pipeline, though, because we're dry, guys. We're dry. I think it's okay. We're very busy people right now. We are. I feel like so much is going on. It's only about to get busier. Yeah. Do you want to hear a story about... Um, a, a debit card machine. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, that's yeah. amazing. That's really all I have to share yeah. right now. Okay, so to be clear with everyone, like I have, like I'm, I definitely am dealing with some bad allergies at the moment. Like I have been like so out of it. Yeah, for days. I know I'm not like sick, sick because usually Colby and I we both have the same thing. Where like my throat is the first thing that goes when mm-hmm. I'm sick, and I know that like I, I have an illness because of that. I think I'm just like the allergies have really been hitting me hard. So I've been, everything has just been really hard for me, okay? Mm-hmm. To do, like easy tasks have been hard. We go to this place and it's cash only, okay? And so one of our friends said cash, but not that much. And I felt bad like having her pay for everything. Mm. So I'm like, I'll go to the back, like there's an ATM in the back and I'll get some cash out and like I'll help contribute. So I go and like, again, kind of out of it, was barely even drunk at this point. Like I really wasn't, I was just like sleepy. And I pull my debit card out, not knowing that another card was stuck to it. And I just shove it into the machine. (laughs) And so there's a line behind me forming because, again, only it's cash Cash only only. and there's one ATM in the whole place. Okay. Yeah. So they rely on this this ATM. Um, So I'm like, oh, fuck my ATM. It's well, it comes up on the screen, not reading. And I'm like, that's weird. (laughs) So I try to pull it out and I'm like, wait, I can't pull it out. And then it hits me that there's two cards. There's a gift card stuck to the back of my ATM debit card, and it's stuck in the machine. And so I'm sweating because there's people behind me. There's a really hot guy literally right behind me, too. That guy was so hot. He was so hot. And he's like, hey, what's the holdup? I'm like... I'm like, can you help me with this? I literally asked him, like, if he wanted to buy us drinks because we didn't have money and you were taking forever and we didn't know what was going on. And he was like, I didn't offer, or he said something like super douchey back, but then he came back over. Still had no money though. Yeah, because he, he had no money because I had no money. And we, had, everyone- we had already ordered our drinks and they took them away from us the because drinks? we didn't have money. Yeah, yeah, we were like, oh, we're just getting money from the ATM. It gave me yeah. and I'm struggling. Yeah, because so- we were like, we'll get the bartender, we'll get the drinks and you go get I'll the money. get the cash okay. that was my job we divided and conquered so my AT, my debit card and this other card are stuck in the machine and i'm like wrestling
wrestling, trying to get it out. And then the guy behind me tries to, and this is like a massive man. I was like, he's got like strength. He was trying to get it, couldn't get it. I asked this random girl standing next to the ATM. I'm like, do you mind helping? And then she becomes invested. So she's like asking, she's like, I'm going to find some people that look like they would be able to get it out. So she goes and finds like the strongest looking men in the place. Like thinking like a a guy's like hand strength would be doing it. They're doing the job or like someone with a small, we were like invested in getting these cards out because there was literally no other way to get money like for people to get drinks. Like right. you'd have to just either know and come, but a lot of people get to that bar and don't realize it's cash only. So I feel so bad. Like my heart is sinking. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta die now. I'm like, can I just leave? Should I just leave? Yeah. And they'll never find me again. They'll, I'll just like flee to another state or country because it's so embarrassing. Cause it's my fault. And like fully no one else's. So the manager comes over and he's like, I got to call the technician to come from New Jersey. Like he, meanwhile, it's like 11 o'clock at night or something. So like the poor guy, the technician's going to have to come in from New Jersey all because Katie can't figure out how to use an ATM debit card machine. (laughs) So this happens and like, we're all just like, okay, we got to just disperse because there's nothing we can do. Like 15 people had tried to get it out. There's just nothing we can do. So we all like walk back to the bar. This guy, the manager was so nice. He even offered, he was like, I have like hundred dollars in cash. Like, do you want me, do you want to use my cash? Like to me, I think he felt really bad. That so sweet. I felt really bad. Like yeah. I was like, so. Yeah, you weren't being an asshole. No, you I You were felt, being so nice. It was totally my fault. But and, it's definitely happened before. Right. He said that they always have issues with the, the, the machine and whatever. So everyone walks away from the machine and like people are just bummed and people like start leaving the bar and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm the problem. This random dude, random like British guy, walks over to the ATM uh, ATM machine. He has no idea what was going he on either because no everybody had walked away. <laughs> Everyone had walked away. There was no commotion anymore. He had just walked into the bar. Okay, he had just gotten there. He walks up to the machine, sees a card in it, just pulls it out. <laughs> he just pulls it out, and everyone starts cheering. And he's like, "What did I just do?" Yeah. <laughs> And I'm, I run over and I'm like, thank you so much. I'm like, you have no idea what just what just went down in here. Like 15 people tried to pull this thing out. And it was like, you said it or yeah, someone said it. That movie or story about the sword and the rock. Yeah. About oh, everybody. King tried. Arthur. King yeah. Arthur. This man was King Arthur. And it's funny because he's British. And I feel like King Arthur probably was British. Or was he? He was, yes. Yeah. Anyway, so the guy, I, I'm like, I'm going to get some cash out. What can I get you? I will buy you anything in this bar because I feel so indebted. And he was like, in his British accent, uh, what was it? Like a old, whiskey knee. Whiskey knee, no ice. I'm like, how exciting. Anyway. From, um, radio bar, nonetheless. That's really the only story you need to know from the weekend because the rest of it was just like a wash. It was fine. It was just chill. Yeah. Speaking of British people, Katie knows this, but you don't know this. What? Well, so after my my recent outreach to LinkedIn, yeah, he texted last night. Wait, do you guys remember? Refresh the people. Remember, we were at the bar and Colby went through her contacts list and texted every guy she's ever talked to in her life, literally ever met. And one of the guys was a guy that she met at work, technically, but didn't work with her. And they like discussed things on LinkedIn. So we call him LinkedIn guy. Yes. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Just so people know. Our our communication began on LinkedIn and then we migrated to texting like normal people. But he texted me last night at like seven o'clock. Yes. Can I take you for dinner this week? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, anytime you want. <laughs> and then he said, I know I've been shit at this. So just saying whichever evening works for you. <gasps> I love that. Are you going to go? Well, I'm leaving. <laughs> She's right, gone. Right, 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 right. So then I said, 
I was like, I know we keep striking out. This week's tough because I have to go to Boston after work on Thursday, but I'd love that. Does next week work? And he said, yes, of course. Pick a night that's best for you and I'll do the rest. Oh, my God. See, that's what I want. Love this for you. I am so excited for you. I think Nick Jonas was my good luck charm. Yeah. But yeah, did you you met Nick Jonas. Like, can you share a little bit more about that? You were like two feet away from Joe Jonas, so. Yeah, so we were staying at Soho Beach House because our event was on the roof there last Wednesday. And on Thursday night, Joe was doing a sound session at Soho Beach House. Okay. And they did a whole performance at F1 realized after but this was before really everything ramped up for f1 um and it was really a small group of people that were out at soho house that night i honestly don't think there were more than like 60 to 100 people in that area Mm -hmm. at a given time it's just like this little beach bar that they had it at but so then after he only played for like an hour i assume that they left me and Mary went up to the restaurant because we were starving and we were sitting at the bar eating dinner and these two guys were next to us and we just started talking to them. One of them is literally married and (laughs) I was just talking about how much I love the Jonas Brothers and I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe that just happened. Like they were all there. Okay. And uh, I was just like freaking out, whatever, being a freak. And then... He goes to the bathroom, one of them, and he was like, Colby, Nick Jonas just went to the bathroom. I saw him. Like, you have to come with me right now. I told him I have a friend that wants to meet him. And I was like, oh, my God. And I got up and I, like, re- I started walking over and then I was like, wait, I have to get my phone. And then I grabbed, I don't know what I thought I was going to do with my phone because I wasn't going to just take a video of him walking by. Like, I didn't even take my phone out. But so anyway, he comes out of the bathroom. There are people taking selfies with him as he walks by and he basically gets back into the private room. They're yeah. in a private room having dinner with security out front. And the security guard like tapped him and sent him over. And I was, before he came over, I was like, I really don't want to bother him. I don't want to take a picture. Like just seeing him like this close, is good enough for me. And the guy literally was like, no, you're getting a photo. And he, the guy (laughs) tapped him and sent him over to me. And that's why I had that like idiot smile on my face. Obviously also I was like freaking out, but I was like, (laughs) wait, the guy, the guy tapped Nick. The security guard, yeah, because he had told his, or the security guard, like, overheard him say, like, I have a friend who really wants to meet you, and he, like, basically made it back into the dining room and came back out to take a picture with me. He came out for you, Colby. Colby, that is so sweet. What the heck? And I didn't know what to say, so I I felt like I had to say something, and I was like, oh, by the way, I'm going to your concert at Yankee Stadium. (laughs) Yeah, I was like... I didn't know what to say. It was like word vomit. I would have shot my shot too. I would have yeah. been like, can you send me VIP? Yeah. And then he was like, that's awesome. I'll see you there. I was like, cool. Awesome. Did but you know that I also met Nick Jonas when I was in first grade? I already, First grade? The What? Well, maybe it was a couple grades after that. But do you remember when Allie and AJ were popular? Yes. So Allie and AJ was the first concert I ever went to. I feel like that was second grade, but yes, okay. I remember. One of the like early grades. I sang one of their songs, karaoke, in the second grade. Yes. So it must have been around I was then. obsessed with Allie and AJ, and so I went, their concert was the first concert I ever went to that my mom took me to, and Nick, Joe, and Kevin like opened for them, 
And on the way out, who's like right beside me is Nick. Kevin, Before they were like really famous. Yeah, and I have a picture with Nick from I, the early days. The curly hair. Yeah, I have to cute. say, I also met them in those days. But and my mom does not let me live it down. But it <laughs> what, is. Did you like throw up or something? No, but she's we a bowl cut. We had a meet and greet. And we went to Cheetalicious Christmas, the Cheetah Girls Christmas concert. And Allie and AJ opened for the Cheetah Girls. And the Jonas Brothers opened for Allie and AJ. So they were the opening, opening act. Oh, wow. And it was literally when they would go to, like, Boston to do a show for a night and drive home immediately after. Like, it was their very, very early days that they were just, like, doing any gig that they got. My mom is, like... Did you tell him? I sent her the picture and she goes, no way. And then she goes, did you tell him that you were at Cheetalicious Christmas with him? And I was like, no. Slipped my mind. Every single time I mentioned the Jonas Brothers, she's like, well, you know that you saw them before they got famous. I'm like, I'm aware. Thank you. I was literally wearing a turtleneck and I had bangs and a bob. This is what I was wearing because I have the picture with the Cheetah Girls. I want to find the one with the Jonas Brothers. Wait, you look so cute. All right, post this on the Instagram this week so people I can see. I need to find the picture Raven wasn't Nick there, too. though. Raven Simone? Yeah, oh, no. and they also like couldn't be bothered. They We made these posters, Yeah, and then we were standing up singing the whole time, and this concert was in like an old theater in Boston called the Orpheum, mm-hmm. and the posters that we made slipped behind the chair and they got stuck so and we like that's what we had for them to sign so they have like little tiny pieces of paper from what we were able to pull out and that's what you said did you save the autograph yeah i had it like my mom framed it since she worked in the school she could laminate it so she laminated them on a piece of actual paper for us and i had it hanging in my closet until i moved out of my childhood home last year the things that you put in your closet yeah like i had a whole shrine to jesse mccartney in my closet yeah. yeah I had like wallpaper made out of like the Tiger Beat yeah. posters. Tiger Beat posters. Um, Seventeen. Once I got older, my whole wall just was like, oh yeah, like that Chad was my. Michael Murray was my vice. Yeah, in those days. I love that. Oh, I did love him, and then eventually, I actually I got my hands on some Free People catalogs, and it was way out of my price range at the time, but I would hang pictures from the Free People catalog behind my desk as inspo. Oh yeah, and now I <laughs> I know I had Teen Vogue yeah cat covers like as part of my wallpaper. I literally I made kids, paper mache wallpaper. I hope kids still do that these days. Me too. Like still have posters, you know, because like I feel like you know people don't read magazines as much anymore mm-hmm. so it's like kind of like something that might not be a thing anymore yeah which is sad oh my god sad a, i actually never had posters growing up um i also have to go, have to go yeah you have to go to dinner i'm sorry i have to Adam's sh- leaving us it's okay though i'm i'm like you done. guys can yeah. continue to hang if you I'm want i'm done talking <laughs> <laughs> the kiki is over i'm going to a lovely dinner i'm very excited i know for. I'm, I'm so excited, excited. <sighs> to hear about it Guys, it's been fun. It has been fun. Love ya. See ya. Bye. Bye.